Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about, and you thought there is never a girl online, which was a random choice for uh, for this week. But Yeah, it, it definitely... Oh, good. I was going to say, but before all that, <laughs> no, I know it's been a while. I know it's it, been it, a while. It feels, it feels like forever. It, you know what, sir? <laughs> I mean, forever when you're, especially when you're hopping timelines and looping through everything, you know, I mean, like I can understand that. I can understand that, especially in the parallel worlds. Well, at least you understand we're, we're good with that then. All right. Um, but, before all that, before everything else, and speaking of which, uh, we were actually talking about a little bit about my work life, uh, Excel, and Rick gave kind of a brief synopsis on his viewpoints and his score for the episode he missed last week. If you want to catch a uh, part of that wider conversation, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. And if you choose to, you know, you you don't want to buy buy into that. You don't want to listen to the any extra content or anything like that. But you still feel like supporting us. We do have an affiliate link in the show notes for you, where you can uh, click on it and buy this week's uh, show, which is uh, again. And you thought there is never a girl online. And if anything that you buy while you're on that uh, affiliate link uh, through Right Stuff Anime, we do get a little bit of a kickback, and it is very much appreciated. Or you can buy some of our own merch at uh, shop.featuredanimepodcast.com. And now, on to the meat and potatoes. Uh, and you thought there is never... Jesus, man. Okay, I'm sorry. That's such a mouthful. And you thought there is never a girl online. Uh, aired in April 2016. Ran all the way through June 2016. Producer for it is Sotu ATX. Just to name a couple of them. Uh, studio for it is project number nine sources, light novel genres for it are comedy, romance, etchy school video game. And it's based off of a light novel in case I uh, skipped over that. You might have, and it's 12. You episodes. might have just this one time, 12, ep- 12 episodes. Only. So uh, tell me, sir, did you know that there were girls online that played games? I knew there were female characters online. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this anime, lays to rest the uh the fallacy the the um fake belief that there are uh, no girls online in fact this one actually like goes as far as to kind of prove that there are actually girls online what i will say is i personally believe that most of the female characters you see online no i'm not i'm not going to say most i would say about 40% are dudes because I know three people in my life who almost exclusively when they play online, choose a female character because it's, it's life on easy mode. I watched them go from in Skyrim um, 
Wait, no, was it Skyrim? No. Skyrim's not multiplayer, so it wasn't Skyrim. You watched him on like a mo- online multiplayer. Sorry, right? I watched him on a multiplayer, and he literally did this thing where he had a recording on his phone going, I need help in, in, a, in a woman's voice. Laid that on the microphone, muted the microphone after that, and all of a sudden, like eight other players like, I can help. Oh my God, talk to me. And he cheesed the first like 20 levels. Meanwhile, I'm over here playing the same game, grinding at level five, going, why can't I do anything? <laughs> He's got, right. he doesn't have legendary equipment or not like that, but I'm like, that, you, get, you know why? why sir? And he goes, you know it why? works every time. You know why? Because, why? uh, because you, you try to do it yourself, sir. Oh no, I'd even try to guild. He got in the top guild with no issues. They kicked a person to put him in there. <laughs> I was like, are you shitting me? No, it works. Now, conversely, I got three sisters. They play online, but they play exclusively as men. Right. Because they get harassed constantly whenever they try to do their own stuff. So, I mean, I I get, I see the points on both sides. It's just. But I mean, like, that's a long explanation or or a simple. Yes, actually, I did know that there were girls online. and. It was a long explanation, but I felt warranted. Totally not warranted. Totally not warranted. <laughs> well, warranted for the skepticism that that there would be no, um, not even close potential. Intentional. Sorry, though. I, that's why we. That's why we care. But so <laughs> to bring us back on track from mm-hmm. uh, what you were saying, which uh, not. I mean, I here's here's. Like how I can, you know, try and tie this in, right? The main character, right. our main character, uh, gets proposed to by Akko, mm-hmm. uh, who's our main female protagonist, and the main male protagonist is uh, Hideki, um, or uh, Rustian, as his gamer tag is called. Anyways, right. he beforehand had proposed to a, another female. A uh, Neko style character, you know, kind of like a demi human yeah, style cat girl. Yeah, cat girl. And she, cat girl tells him, "Oh, I'm actually a dude. I, I, I'm actually a guy, middle aged so, dude. Some, yeah." It breaks his perception of the world. He ends up being heartbroken, going through soloing it, and tries to join other king kills and things like that, and then. You know, Akko is like, no, I totally am in love with you and everything like that. And so it's it's like kind of like his realization and it's like, oh, snaps, there's actually you know, a girl on here and I go to school with her and holy smokes, there's other girls girls on here and wait, we all go to the same school? And it, you know, it just like kind of compounds, right? So it shatters his entire <laughs> perception of it. But I feel like uh, this anime takes a very, 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 very lighthearted approach to some very real world issues and problems that that people do actually have. Hundred percent. So, I, and I feel like they tastefully did it right, and 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 it's not like they're all problems. Like they they hit on the hallmarks or trademarks of real life people, right? So you have people that that will play the opposite gender of themselves online and try to envelop this whole persona. Uh, then you have people that are uh, pay to win 
so to speak, <laughs> which uh, Kyo, she is a very solid example of because she just dumps money. She has a job specifically or, or a company or whatever specifically to fund her online transactions. Like that's, that's its primary purpose. Insanely enough. It works. It does. It works wonderfully. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Like I've been that pay to play per player. You are, I play Pokemon. you are that pay used to, play. to be. I don't play Pokemon anymore, but no. I used to be. No, but I know you do that for a lot of other stuff. Um, Irrelevant on the matter. No, Irrelevant I was going to say, I, I could be convinced that a fool and his money is easily separated. And I play the fool often in, in games. So if I do see value there, then sure. And I've spent far too much, far Which too much is something that Kyo actually has, you know, says it's like, and in terms of spending the money on it, it's like, this is costing me nothing. It's like, no, that totally costs you money. And then gives her very specific reasoning on it. And it's like, thus it has costed me nothing. The value yeah, I get from this one is, is <laughs> astronomical. Meaning that all this, all the money that I spent on this over here is completely, uh, you know, null and void. Yeah. No, although one of the things I really liked on here was the fact that, that the real money trading was looked down upon and technically against the rules. And somehow, some way, we found a way around it. And eh, I want to say technically it was incorrect. However, I loved how they approached all the taboos of online gaming. Yeah. Don't meet someone in public. Uh, like the group meeting was a bit odd. And the fact the ratios got to be all wrong it has to be. I thought it was quite interesting that our main character tried to show the reality versus uh, online gaming to, uh, I forget her name, Akko. Yes. And fails miserably i i what did they actually accomplish when they well, created that the 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 group right so in the anime akko or not akko kyo who is the guild master for their online game created a club specifically for the reason to help draw akko out and force her to interact and while it was like unorthodox right i feel like they ultimately did accomplish that the reason why I say this is because before Akko would almost never go to school. And that was kind of the problem. And she enveloped her life solely in the game, which is a, which is a problem for a lot of people. Like it is, it is a very real world issue where they have mm-hmm. difficulty distinguishing between fantasy and reality. And that was Akko's primary issue where she had difficulty distinguishing between fantasy and reality. The difference is, is that, one of the things that really kind of drew her more to the reality side of things was Rushian or Hideki was the, uh, the main driving force. The, the primary reason why she actually started going back to school, why she was going to see people and started showing up more is because he was there. And so I feel like while they didn't plainly state it in the anime, them creating the gaming group room for them or club to be there and physically forced more social interaction upon her where they were able to 
right then and there and plainly see everything that's going on and be able to put her in situations where she couldn't just run away, hide and be able to actually talk to her and have them be able to convey the feelings and emotion directly to her in person, giving her that constant interaction between everyone versus online. And this is a problem that I've, I've always told my wife and everyone else. It's like, if we're having an issue, if you're having a problem or something like that, or if you're upset about something, don't text it, don't email it, nothing, pick up the phone call, come over, see me, something like that, because there is so much, so much that gets lost in translation over text versus being able to hear. Right. And you, if you have a heightened emotion or if you have a particular type of emotion, you will feed that emotion into whatever it is you're reading. And that is, that is something that, that is a struggle even for me. Like if I'm heightened or something like that and someone just sends a simple email to me or a text message to me, I'll read whatever the emotion is I'm feeling at that time into it. And I, and I'll have to take a deep breath, try to recenter myself and, and not do it. It allows the misperceived perception of someone being angry, upset, sad, happy, whatever, feeling a very particular type of emotion when they're not. Makes perfect sense. Makes 100% perfect sense. And I've had arguments that I didn't realize I was in yeah. because the, 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 the text in my mind didn't read that way. And actually, Key and Peel did a really good job of that where they're texting back and forth and all of a sudden like one person's fighting and the other person's, Oh yeah, whatever. We're good. Whatever. We're good. Oh, hell no. Like it's hilarious. And and it is the reason it's so funny in my opinion is it reflects life to an absurd degree. So it makes a little bit of sense. Now, my only confusion is Akko was not able to differentiate between the game and real and real life. However, she was still all over our main character for no real reason other than she liked the, the in-game character. And what ends up happening is he doesn't reciprocate feelings immediately. And then when he does, he's got a very difficult time trying to get her to see him, so to speak. And she's like, well, we're already married and I already love you with my whole heart. And he's like, but I love you too. And she goes, oh, thank you very much. Now let's go play the game. And it just like whoosh right over her head. I mean, I, it, it took me a minute because I was like, I was trying to rationalize. I was trying to put myself in this situation. Right. And I was like, maybe she's not dense. She's just avoiding conflict. Like she wants to keep it on the game. But then all the other actions that she's showing counteract that 100%. And my argument goes out the window. So if they <laughs> if they ever come out with a season two, I might be interested in watching it just to see if they ever reconcile the the feelings in real life. You know? Yeah. No, I I get that. Um, I feel like they're moving towards that because of how she is and how she's like kind of interacting and how he's interacting. So they're getting starting to get on the same wavelength, same page, so to speak. Uh, okay. Because. In terms of, you know, uh, the emotions that she has for him, she she always has that. And I feel like people tend to be a little bit more honest with how they are online versus... Let me rephrase it, right? Okay. People tend to be more 
be them more of them true selves, their true selves, when they have that facade, that online facade, where they're able to be more honest about whatever it is that they actually are feeling or thinking. And that's why you have people that are, you know, develop that false sense of of uh, superiority or everything like that too, is because they are they're 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 able to actually vent out whatever it is they're feeling, thinking, and everything like that. And then they also feel more comfortable just spouting whatever it is they actually think or believe at that time. And so for her, Rushian or or Hideki, how he was online in terms of how he talked, how he interacted with her, was almost identical to how, she, how it was online. So for the two, mm-hmm. like personality wise he didn't really change or anything like that the one where you saw saw the real change for it was one of the uh other characters akane or a sagawa right or schwein right she was the one that that really kind of changed her whole persona changed her verbiage her words and everything like that to 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 give herself a very particular persona and, and interaction so that way she felt more comfortable or was able to portray herself in a very particular way whereas of uh how Hideki was he was kind of like how he was online in the game and just kind of gave off a very particular air but that's not how he was and then Akko she because of her difficulty differentiating between fantasy and reality she called everyone their online persona name so Rusian for Hideki Swine for Sagawa. Uh, they called uh, Kyo Master because she's the guild master. So everyone just kind of had this, uh, you know, for her, it was the mentality of perception for it. For her, everything was blended. And she saw Hideki acting the almost the exact same way online and in person because even online, he would keep her in check. Put her, push her away or or everything like that or just like be whatever about the whole situation about whatever it is versus in person where he was doing the exact same thing yeah i guess i can see her confusion because his character doesn't change whereas everyone else's kind of does for lack of a better way to put it yeah the, but, the only thing that changes sorry for cutting you off the only thing that changes mm-hmm. for him in terms of mentality and perception is his feelings for her, they start becoming more true to who she is. And he starts develop developing those more intimate romance feelings for her as time goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Everything progresses. I I'm a big believer in proximity. You attract who you're around. Uh, it's one of the reasons why most affairs happen in the office because you're, you're, you're around them more than your family. So the connections you grow here kind of, they're not more important, but as far as interaction goes, they're on the, almost the same level. And one of the things that got me was just curious. Did at any point in time, did you understand um, Akko's logic to, to like an unfortunate degree at any point in time in the anime? Say that again. Did you relate? Did you understand where she was coming from? Why she was how she 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 kind of explained her crazy? Kind of. Okay. There was one one area in particular where she explained her crazy and why she sees herself as a wife rather than an online wife. And unfortunately, I 
caught myself going, that makes perfect sense. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. And then the characters all had similar reactions, which was oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that scene. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And it makes so much sense because you feel a certain, like, if you play a game, like, I've played a game um, for God. How many years is 1,300 days? So it's three, it's almost four years. I want to say, because yeah, 360, so times two times, yeah, almost four, just a little bit over four years. And originally I had a, a, just a text base, hey, how are you every day with this one person? And it got to the point where I was kind of having feelings towards them, but not like, not boyfriend, girlfriend, but like kinship, like they're my friend. Right. And then it took me a second to take a step back. I'm like, I I know them from like three sentences a day. The problem is they were the most consistent interaction I was having. I was right. talking to them more than I talked talking to my dad. So I had this illusionary attachment to this person. I have no idea who they are, what they are, what they look like, what they sound like, what what if they're killers, if they're not. Right. No basis except for their reaction with me. And I took a step back and it was like how like it's i can understand why she had the reaction she had because i almost had that same exact reaction yeah so and 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 that's not to say that this uh show is entirely like very deep or thought out or things like that they have some pretty weird or, or quirky funny funny things that happen in the show it's just they take a very light-hearted approach to a lot of things that you can almost holistically relate to on some fundamental level in some fashion. Yeah. The lowest denominator, lowest common denominator usually hits, hits people's chords. And the way that she was able to identify, to explain that she maintained her, her status as wife, both online and off is let's say if your spouse is online, you, you and your spouse play a game. Do you want them to marry somebody else or would you rather them marry you? And then they're all like, well, of course, they're going to marry me. Why not? We get the perks together. We're going to do this together. And she goes, well, how come the reverse isn't true? Yeah. Which is which is the argument, right? The argument that yeah. she uses that everyone's like, uh, you yeah, know, that's kind of a scary <laughs> way to think about it. I totally understand. Like, it's totally I can't argue against it. Right. It makes sense, unfortunately. But it does. Y- you couldn't argue against it. Scary as that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, not wrong, not wrong, <laughs> not not wrong in the least bit. But uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I think that's one of the things that really made the show. Uh, what made the show good, right? Was that style of writing? Was was the way that they chose to approach uh, topics and and points? Now, I'm gonna kind of kind of talk shy away from the story of the of the anime a little bit, and I want to talk a little right. bit about the animation. Because okay. there's one thing that really bugged the living crap out of me throughout the whole thing. And that would be the face smiles, the smiles for, for uh, Akko and the other women just bugged the living crap out of me. All right. I did not like how right. they drew their smiles. They were dumb. Drove me up a wall. Okay. I, I guess I, I never saw the, I never had that reaction. I didn't have any real issue with them at the same time. I, I didn't, I, I didn't see there was an issue. Yeah, so well, I, I didn't, uh, I, they were overly like 
like they uh, drew the drew a U for the smile and only put a bottom lip on it. That was it. For, for oh, someone. okay. Gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. How often did they do that? All the way through the show. <laughs> all the way through. They did it. They did all of it. It was all, all done. All the way through. It wasn't just once or twice. It was every single time it came up. I was like, man, I just, that, the way they drew that smile just makes me want to punch him in the face. Okay. It's just just like, I don't know why it bugged me so much, but it did. Well, the, if we're going off things that bugged people, it, it, this is more of a, why the heck did they put it in there so often? All the gratuitous TNA, I mean, all the gratuitous just fan service all day long. I mean, like you don't need to see like a half curve of a butt through the thigh gap and you're like sir i appreciate the tension to detail <laughs> but dear lord like, like every other episode felt like felt like every other anime's beach scene well yeah like, I mean, hang on hang on hang on don't shortchange this they had a beach scene right? oh they did they had a beach episode too <laughs> they had a whoo yeah uh, yeah and they it, it, not only did they have a beach scene they had a scene where they're like oiling themselves up for tanning and they're like, oh, you need some too. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. And they're like, no, you're going to get this. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to throw this lotion all over you. And he was like, my innocence is gone. I didn't yeah. need that. And, and again, I didn't and, need that. Well, I mean, to, to be fair, to be fair, right? This had. Try to be fair. No, this anime had the genre etchy. Animes yeah. that are like that are geared towards a very specific set of people. You, you have to you have to take that into consideration for. Like this is it's like a, you know, it's it's like watching uh Yaoi, right? Gotcha. Right? It's Yeah, it's, I can see. It's not for us. I can appreciate it for what it is. It's uh, you know, it is what it is. The difference is, and and uh, you know, I mean, like if you heard this the last episode, I I already had stated that it was that it was an etchy. So you had that expectation <laughs> going into it. There was no hiding, like straight up, you're you know what you're gonna walk into when you walk into this, right? It's not like I'm gonna say, oh, this is a comedy romance school shonen anime right where you're going into it not expecting fan service to be galore on here no it was specifically called out etchy there's fan service 100% so so that for me wasn't a big big deal if if i if they didn't have the etchy tag in there if they didn't say that it was an etchy and they called it shonen and i watched it it would have completely thrown it off it would have made it feel very uh you know kind of kind of an unwelcome surprise, you know? I got a weird question. Yeah. At any point in time, did you assume that this might turn into a harem? I mean, it's an etchy, so I knew it would be a harem. Is it though? I mm. because you I didn't think they were Akane, all over him. Akane starting to develop feelings for him and be more interactive towards him. And while they have a supporting character, Nanako or Sete kind of join in later on, and she denies that she has any feelings towards him or anything like that. You could tell that she has not necessarily romantic feelings for him, but 
developing kind of like a friendship, kinship feelings for him. And then you have Kyo, who's kind of however she is anyways, right? The only one that I I feel like if it were to go continue on, keep going down that path, you would have Akane or, or Schwine continue to develop those feelings for him. And then you would have Kyo obviously be put in a situation or or a point where she is going to be developing those feelings for him. And then you have Nanako that would inevitably develop those feelings for him. Do you think in a season two, if they did a season two, it would be nothing but the completion of the harem? If they continue, if they did a season two, I feel like they would continue on with the harem. I don't think if they did a season two, right. And it's only 13 episodes. I don't think they're going to be able to met. I take that back. They might, they might magically just like, oh yeah, no, totally. Everyone's totally madly in love with him. Just throw it out there. But I'm just saying like they, they may, it may go on a further route. And so, and it's not necessarily that they all have to have romantic feelings, like be, you know, fiery passion in their eyes for him type thing. (laughs) Uh, It's just, they, they have to have, you know, those, those feelings for him starting to grow, you know, and you, Fair can, enough. and you can see those feelings for Schwein at towards the end of the series, how she's like kind of starts grumbling to herself, talking to herself a little bit, having very particular phrases or interactions with him. No, I mean, it makes sense. It makes absolute sense why this would even come close to happening. However, it, uh, I'm not gonna, lie, it kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it. Probably should have been, but. I mean, as CJ says in our chat, 99% of etchies are harems. They, uh, you know, yeah. they don't need to be all over him uh, to be a harem. Just all, all have to have. And they do. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Doesn't mean I necessarily like it, but I, I get it. So um, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I mean, like, honestly, this, this series, while it was short, it was um, it gave it a, a, a nice, solid. I want to say a, a satisfying ending, right? Where I'm, I'm accept, I'm perfectly accept, uh, happy with the ending that it gave. Right? It's an acceptable ending. It's kind of like a soft close. It's something that I don't Very need soft. to have. I, it's something that I don't need to have a season two for. It's not one of the ones. It's not like one of those shows where they have a slew of unanswered questions halfway through the mystery. It's still (laughs) unsolved and a pivotal character just died. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to move on. See you later. Deuces. Like, Oh, I don't know. 75% of the shows that we inevitably watched. And, you know, I mean, like one, a great example, you know, uh, no game, no life. Just saying like, like, I Why you want to hurt my feelings? That that that's a low blow. That's not even fair. Hey, hey not I'm even not, fair. I'm not talking trash. I'm not talking trash. No, just, you're not being fair either. I'm being no game, a, no life is a gem, and I wish to I'm, high heaven. I'm not saying finally do something negative more. about it. I'm saying this gave it a nice soft close where I don't need to continue on. I'm saying that that this is not a no game, no life. In terms of ending, complete another, complete another sidetrack. If you won ten million dollars, would you put any money of that towards getting no, a second season? Not a penny. Heartless. I have better things to do. Heartless. With that money. 
you only need one. You wouldn't spend one million. You wouldn't spend ten percent to have the the, the satisfaction, the closer. Because I totally would, totally, absolutely, in a heartbeat. CJ says he would too. So yeah, just just he's got your back. He says you know. No, oh, yeah. for for me, no. I I would not put money towards having it made. I would buy the See, rights to it so I could then own it, mm-hmm. have it made, and reap the money mm-hmm. off of it. So you would make it. it again, it would cost like a million bucks total out the door. No, 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 no. No, it would cost a lot more than that. I mean, it is popular, I'll give you that. But by the time we win millions of dollars behind like a hundred dollar paywall too. <laughs> You know what's really messed up? I'd per pay episode. it. Per episode. Per episode. Oh, God. I would and not. It'd be 500 no. episodes long. For the whole thing, I would. <laughs> you're, you're making that money back. Quick. Uh, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would I would totally capitalize on that bad boy. I would. 100%. Like, uh, no bullshit. If, if you came out with an anime that was about 100 episodes long, and you're like, yeah, it's just a hundred bucks to watch it all. I, I, and I dropped that in a heartbeat, right. in a heartbeat. Yep. All right. All right. No so, question in my mind. Um, all that being said, I know that this is not going to be one of our longer, uh, podcast episodes, probably more than likely, True. but I honestly don't have too much more I could say about this. The only thing that I could add would be. I really enjoyed how evil they made the bad guys because it wasn't a bad guy that is out of the realm of understanding. It was a bad guy that you could relate to because you've been screwed over. I'm sure in one game or another by someone who was like easy win. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. In no, my, in, my in opinion, game, it's, it's like getting teabagged. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, and it's, it's a, it's a, again, I just reiterate, it's an easily relatable anime. It is it's easy to watch. It's simple. It's it's mostly enjoyable simply because it does have the those comedic moments in there. Uh, there are some things where it just kind of like yeah, but they take a take a uh, kind of like a, a step back approach when it came to a lot of the problems and issues that people do face and deal with on a daily basis. And some of them, yeah, they're stretched. You know, some of the some of the interactions or some of the things that happen are are stretched a little bit. Ultimately, it's not that bad. It sounds like you're describing a pizza. Anyways, so as tradition would dictate, sir, on a scale of up to 10, <laughs> how would you rate this? Well, on a scale of up to 10, I would probably go with I, I don't want to, but I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, it wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't bad. It's pizza. Everyone loves pizza. Even when it's bad, you love it. Um, but in my opinion, that's also a drawback. So I'm going to, if it wasn't for the fact it was so universal, I would have given it like an eight or so, but because of the way that it is, my, my score is going to be a little bit harsher than I feel like it normally would be. So I'm going to give it like, uh, a seven. For no other reason than it's just cookie cutter-ish. Cookie cutter, feel good. It's not something that stands out to me. It's not something that I'd be like, oh yeah, you should totally watch it. it it'd be something along the lines of, you got a slow weekend, you want to feel good, go with this one. Fair enough. Fair enough, sir. Um, For me, 
I'm going with a I'm going with a six. Reason why I'm going with the six one because it is very, like you said, it's very cookie cutter ish. I love the take and and things that they really hit hard on for for this uh, show. Very lighthearted. I did try to watch it once before, and oh. I remembered why why I stopped watching it. Uh, All right, why? Because I had it. I had a hard time with it keeping my attention. Yeah. And it definitely has issues there. It it has so I mean you it, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for you to act actively watch it and and keep your attention. At least that's how it was for me. Uh, I can't go oh, lower than six simply sense. because of all the positive things that I've ha- that I've said about it. I I in mm-hmm. good conscience can't go lower than a six, but it was a hard watch. Like it, ha- it I like the take it t- the take that it has on all the different. Topics that we we previously discussed and everything like that. The animation is, eh, it's all right, but lackluster. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's it. That's all. That's all. I. Uh, I mean, the music was kind of when it was there. It was kind of there. That's about it. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't really notice it, but all yeah. right, okay. And <laughs> Un- unless, sir, you have something else that you really wanna that you really wanna say about this show. No, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, that's all the time that we have for today. Then, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, next week's choice. I mean, I feel like this is going to be another banger for you, Rick. This is going to be top tier. It's how not to summon a demon Lord season two. (laughs) I mean, I I don't Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay I'm, with that one. So I mean, like, I feel like I, I see a ten in the future. No, I'm just playing. Um, I'm so about yeah. ten. <laughs> uh, how not to summon a demon lord? Season two. Obviously, we have seen season one. If you want to hear our original thoughts on that, uh, you could go to our website, featuredanimepodcast.com, where you can go and find all our other shows and things like that out there. But again. Thanks for hanging out with us. That's all the time that we have for today. If you want to reach out to us, tell us what we got right, got wrong, or give a recommendation on a show that you would like for us to to see, like uh, this one. Uh, it is a recommendation by uh, someone named called Lookman. And uh, you can go, again, featuredanimepodcast.com. Or if you want to hear some of the pre and post shows that we usually do for, for every episode, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. And we also have exclusive episodes that do come out occasion, uh, at least a few times a year that we try. Uh, <laughs> most recently, uh, Dragon Ball Evolution was what we did. Um, the horror that it was, unfortunately. Uh, if you want to buy the show that we were talking about today, uh, we do have an affiliate link for you in the show notes. It'll take you to Right Stuff Anime. If you use that link, buy anything on the website, we do get a little bit of a kickback. It is very much appreciated if you want to support us like that. Also, if you choose to buy some of our own merch, you can go to uh, shop.featuredanimepodcast.com, uh, buy yourself some swanky swag there. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. And thanks for being part of our online life. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 